Cerca di contrastarlo Juan Jesus, il tocco di Esciarawi, cerca il colpo di tacco, attenzione Nainggolan, riesce a mantenere il possesso di palla, palla sulla destra verso Bruno Perez, avanza Samir davanti a lui, ancora Bruno Perez cerca spazio, il tocco è arretrato e per Strottman lancia in area di rigore per Nainggolan, tira go, go, go! to the Roma Press podcast with John Solano. Hello again and welcome to the Roma Press podcast. I'm James Goodison and as always, I'm joined by Roma Press editor John Solano. We come to you the day after Roma got their first away victory in the Champions League in nearly seven years, which is absolutely crazy. We will touch upon the match against Karabag and uh, also preview this weekend's showdown against Milan with Filippo Biafora of PaginéRomaniste.com, who, of course, was on last week, if you're a faithful listener. John, Karabag versus Roma. Great start, came out of the gates flying, two goals in the first 15 minutes, but um, only ended in a, a 2-1 victory against a team which lost 6-0 to Chelsea last time out. What were your thoughts on the game? Yeah, so if you just on the surface compare, um, you know, what Roma did to, to Chelsea, it's uh, pretty daunting when you just look at it from a performance standpoint. Now, um, I tweeted out yesterday that um, just the club is, frankly, astonishingly and embarrassingly horrific in Europe. Uh, particularly the Champions League, um, we can <laughs> even th- just yeah, you can just tell the pain. In your yeah, voice I, yeah. I mean, we can even throw Europa League in there too. Um, I, I don't think we're at the point where we can, you know, if if you're a Roma fan, um, you can really be picky and um, sort of overanalyze the performance. Um, we're we're at the point with this club where you know when it comes to the Champions League, Europa League, uh, take the result. I I'm at the point where you, you we we just have to take it for what it is because they struggle so mightily in Europe and there's you could point to several different factors whether it's a mentality thing whether it's a whether it's a preparation thing, whether they're just, uh, you know, not up to it. Uh, maybe the lights are a little too bright. I don't know what it is, but we're at the point right now where I don't think fans, people in the media, we can really be too picky about the performance. Listen, they won at, at a stadium. Now, now let's let's just be clear. The, the stadium yesterday was packed, absolutely packed, fantastic atmosphere. Um, so I, I think... You know, obviously, when you see a team like uh, uh, Karabag, that oh, Roma should you know absolutely roll them over. But uh, let's be honest, it it um it, it wasn't an easy match. Listen, um, a lot of people don't know this, but Karabag they drew with Monaco in Europe. They lost to Spurs by one goal, and they lost to Fiorentina by one goal in the Europa League. So this is not a team that. You know that they just you know roll over and die in Europe. There, I mean, they're a worthy opponent. Um, now, I'll probably get a lot of stick for that, and that you know that's fine. Um, but you know, it's easy to look at that performance yesterday and be extremely disappointed. And you know what? I would I sympathize with people who are more worried about the performance than the actual result because you know 
you know what? The performance yesterday was absolutely abysmal. Uh, it was not beautiful football if you turned it on after the first 15, 20 minutes. Um, uh, Roma, they, they went completely stagnant in attack, extremely sloppy in the midfield, and they often looked disorganized at the back. They were very lucky not to concede a, a late goal. Um, it, it, you know, it, it flashed just, you know, centimeters wide, it almost looked like. Um, so let's, you know, let's just calm down for a minute. Let's take the result. Listen, if they would have played beautiful football yesterday and would have lost, what is that worth? That's, that's worth nothing. Um, so let's take the three points. We can worry about the performance later. Um, and listen, look at what they've done now. They've set themselves up in the group to potentially get, at least give themselves an opportunity to advance to the knockout stages. Now, listen, nobody, myself included, has given them a chance to advance out of this group. Uh, you know, arguably the toughest one in the Champions League. And they're in it with two clubs who are, let's be honest, they're, they're vastly superior than them. Um, but you know what? All, all we can ask for is that they give them they give themselves a chance, which is what they're doing right now. So let's take a breath. Let's not overanalyze the performance, um, and, and let's just see how things play out. I mean, I know James, you uh, you were telling me you watched uh, Chelsea and Atletico. Um, I mean, surely you. I mean, you would agree that Roma is a step below them, right? Yeah, I mean. Um living living in london uh, a lot of my friends you know we we sort of make up four maybe five of the clubs all different supporters so uh found myself in the pleasant company of a chelsea fan uh, last night and listen when when we i remember when we did this podcast and the champions league draw was going on and we saw the group we had you know like i think that most people could take away there are only like there are two ways that roma could hope to qualify from the champions from this champions league um this champions league group stage effectively number one is atletico and chelsea draw against each other twice and you know one of them makes a mess of carabag and roma can get a result and then maybe we can just you know beat them beat them to the uh, to second second place the other option is that one team dominates the group and then because of that one of atletico or chelsea if if one of those teams wins both of their games that puts that puts um roma in a better position as well so really when it came into the game, you as a you know a Roma supporter, you're you're either looking for Chelsea to win or for a draw, um, and I mean I think that if you want one who, one team that's more likely to dominate the group, you probably maybe chalk it down to Chelsea. Um, the draw against Atletico Madrid looks far more important now than it did a week ago or two weeks ago, if that's even possible, um, and I think I think. I think a couple of points can be taken away from this Carabag game. One, Roma were always looking likely to finish third in this group. And so to get the win against Carabag um, is is a nice little, you know, it's a bit of a, it's a good result for us to sort of lock down, lock down that third, third place spot at least. Secondly, Roma are horrendous away from home in the Champions League, as we've previously discussed. And... That game yesterday um, reminded me a lot of the match 
God, I'm trying to remember. It might have been two, three years ago now when we had Manchester City um, in our group. And I think it was, John, you, you'll know better than me. I think it was Moscow who we went to. And we, uh, Correct. We, we, right. you know, we, 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 uh, we, we fumbled it at the last minute. We had a really good chance. Cause exactly. City, and we fumbled it and we didn't get the win. So to, to go again to a, perhaps a quite similar in a in a similar group sort of setup to go and to go and get that win away from home is very important um and i you know you know yeah i, th- I think that i mean i'm not i'm not really expecting much from the chelsea games who knows um but uh but i mean this win for chelsea against atletico madrid will is really really helpful for us we just have to we just have to make sure we get another three points against carabag <clears throat> maybe nick something off of chelsea in one of the games and then who knows who knows yeah you know the sort of the the roadmap or the recipe i laid out was in order to have a, even a chance and who knows um you know the the champions league group stage is is very odd um we saw Napoli a few years ago. They they were phenomenal in their group, and they didn't advance. I believe they had ten or eleven points. Yeah, that um, was with Roma, uh, Dortmund, and Arsenal, even wasn't it? Correct, yeah. correct. That so was a crazy. Group. Yeah. So when you see things like that, um, you know the recipe I sort of gave was you have to beat Karabakh twice. That bare minimum, you have to beat them twice, and then you have a remaining four matches against Chelsea and Atletico. So um, my thinking was that you have to at least get one win out of those four matches against the two bigger clubs. Um, now, they, they drew at home against uh, Atletico, which, in my opinion, was a good result. Now they have three, three more opportunities to win against Chelsea or win away from home um, against Atletico or win in London, which I, I don't think is feasible. Um, They've at least set themselves up by beating Karabag to still stay on course to have a chance. Now, again, um, uh, you know, Atletico, they only have a point now. Um, maybe the pressure is piling on a little bit. I don't know. But I still think Roma um, really are an underdog in this group. But they've at least set themselves up to have the opportunity to advance. You know, my, my biggest fear was that they would um, almost roll over and die before even having the opportunity. So, so far, so good. Um, both of their uh, performances in the Champions League have left a lot to be desired, but that's fine. Um, I'll take the result over a good performance. Um, I, I don't think the Champions League is the time to be picky for Roma. We, uh, we want the points. We need the points. Uh, so let, let's just see what happens. Again, nobody is going to praise the way they played yesterday, but it's a step forward. That, that, that I think really uh, fans, all they're asking from Roma uh, are just steps forward in, in the Champions League. That's all. Um, again, I, you just said this, but uh, Roma were always pegged, pegged as the, the, you know, the third team in this group. So, you know, they're not floundering by any means. They're, pretty much staying on course so uh you know we'll, we'll just have to see what happens and how this inevitably plays out the big the big question now is can atletico win both of their games against Karabag? that's right because i think that it, it's always we can speculate about it now but it, i mean there are still you know if only a third of the way through the group um so still too early to tell but if 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 atletico slip up 
against um against Karabakh. Yeah, and right. uh, I mean, who knows if who knows if we can get anything um, against Chelsea over the next two games. I guess we'll have to wait and see effectively. Yeah, because really the tendency um, as a fan, if you're, you know, if you're in the media or just like a, like I said, just a normal fan, um, you know, I, I don't think, I, I would think almost everybody is uh, picking Karabakh not to have any points in this group, but all it really could take is one result for them to get even a draw. Um, if they were to get a draw off of uh, Chelsea, in London, which I, I don't envision, um, or in Spain, um, or, you know, when they uh, host Atletico at home, um, that changes the entire complexion of the group, uh, which is why, you know, I'm always, you know, it's hard to make predictions, but you have to let things play out because, I mean, all it takes is uh, for Karabakh to just get an upset and, you know, and steal a point off somebody, um, and that changes everything. It does, yeah, exactly. Let's um, let's move on now to uh, this weekend's game, Milan Roma. Uh, you know, it's it's going to be interesting. Montella's obviously um, got a fixture in the Europa League tonight, which uh, which could you know in a way sort of show what sort of team we can expect to be facing at the weekend, depending on who he drops, who he rests, etc. So. You know, I'm, I am. Um, I am. Oh, I mean, what do you think about this this game, John? Milan have uh, Rijeka. I don't know how to pronounce it, but Rijeka. Um, so, you know, I. Do, I mean, Austria wine and sort of AEK. They're all they're all teams that Milan should be beating. So I could. You, do you imagine that he's going to field a weakened side today and go all out against Roma? Uh, you would envision that. However, he hasn't really given a lot of rest to Banucci um, and Kessie, which has been astonishing because, uh, you know, those two players are, in my opinion, pivotal um, to that Milan side. So we'll have to see what uh, Montella does today. He's, you know, he's really come under a ton of pressure over the last week. Uh, they had a poor results last weekend. Uh, he had a meeting with the club's hierarchy it doesn't look like they're going to sack him now, um, but you never know. Uh, well, now Ancelotti's come Roma. as well. There's right, yeah, that, yeah, correct. Right, and we know, I mean, there's obvious links between him and Milan. Uh, so we'll just have to see. I, I mean, I think the pressure is going to be really, really huge because just on paper, uh, Roma are the underdog in this match. So I, I hope they're sort of able to play that because Montella is under huge pressure right now, as you said. Ancelotti's available now. You know, a poor result. They might be calling for uh, calling for the sack for him. So it, it's a peculiar match for both uh, both clubs because Roma were fantastic last season when they faced Inter, when they were facing Milan. They they won all four matches home and away against both those clubs. So. They have already dropped points to Inter. Uh, this is their second, quote-unquote, big uh, big match of the season. So we're going to have to see how they respond. In my opinion, I they need to get a draw in my, you know, just looking at the way the schedule plays out uh, for the remainder of the month of October. They have Napoli at home, which, again, is going to be an opportunity for them to face another big club. And in my opinion, they're absolutely going to need to steal those points. So these uh, these upcoming two matches in Serie A for, uh, for Roma are crucial, absolutely crucial. 
I'm curious to see, though, what um, Di Francesco does in attack. Um, we saw Perotti is having an issue. We also saw De Frel go out yesterday. So he has a little bit of a weak inside in attack in defense. I, I would envision that uh, Florenzi comes in for Bruno Perez. And then in midfield, I would assume he goes with this preferred three of Nangolan, De Rossi, Strutman. But we're going to have to see what sort of Milan side comes out. I mean, at the past uh, this past weekend, they looked extremely pedestrian. They were slow playing the ball. Uh, their defense looked uh, way out of sorts. Uh, Bonucci, frankly, has been horrific in his early days at Milan. So I think, you know, if you're going to face this Milan team, particularly away from Rome, I think now is the perfect time. They're they're. This, uh, the team is reeling a little bit. Um, Montella doesn't seem to really have concrete ideas as to how he wants them to play yet. So I think, again, if, if you're going to steal points off this Milan team, especially away from home, I think now is absolutely the perfect time. Um, and we'll get into this um, with Filippo here in a minute. So I would like to welcome him again. So for, for anyone who listened last week, uh, Filippo Biafora, Pagine Romaniste.com. He also appears on the show La Signora in Gelo Rosso. Phil, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, let's talk about the Carabag uh, win yesterday, 2 1, of course. So the result matters most, not the most glamorous performance. Should we be worried or should we just be grateful that we got anything at all? Uh, I think that the most important thing uh, of yesterday were the three points. But uh, we all we saw that uh, S Roma in the second half didn't play. Uh, I said this because we didn't play in the second half, and and uh, we don't uh, we have not to be worried uh, about the performance because. Uh, uh, I think that uh, the players underestimate the the opponents, and uh, I think this is the main problem uh, of Roma. And uh, uh, I'm uh, a little bit uh, disappointed uh, with the words of Nangolan after the match because. Uh, uh, he said this that they underestimate the Karabag and they were thinking to Milan. And uh, I don't know why uh, S Roma players uh, think in this way uh, with Garcia, with Spalletti, with uh, Di Francesco. It's uh, uh, it's a problem that uh, we can't we can't solve uh, this problem. Uh, yeah, I speak I spoke with uh, some friends that were in Baku. And they told that the stadium uh, uh, was a problem for the players because uh, there were a bulge, a mess with the fans, and uh, they were they were very very louder, uh, and uh, uh, the, there was the rain. the The field was uh, uh, it was heavy, so I think that. Uh, uh, we don't uh, have to worry uh, so much for this uh, for this game, but uh, this game and uh, could be an uh, um, 
a teach a teaching for the future because uh, uh, I think Di Francesco uh, didn't like uh, the the styles of play of uh, his uh, his guys and uh, so in the next game like uh, in a next game like Karabag I think they don't uh, they won't underestimate the the opponents the, uh, um, because we have Karabag as the last game uh, of the of the round, and uh, I think uh, at the Stadio Olimpico the team will be much different. I I agree. Um, I I was pretty disappointed with what Nangolan said um, after the match too. It, it's uh, it really makes you scratch your head. Um, now feel. Um, why, why do you think Roma continue to perform this way uh, in the Champions League? It, it really seems like, um, especially against the smaller teams, that uh, they often sort of play not so well. They tend to play down to the level of their opponent. One uh, We mentioned this uh, last time you were on. Uh, one example of this is uh, Bate. So why do you think this uh, this continues to happen? I don't know. I don't know because uh, if I know this, uh, I would say to Di Francesco and to the, uh, <laughs> at the entire society. I think that um, uh, it's a Roman uh, Roman problem uh, of the Roman citizen because. Uh, <laughs> That we are better than the other, we think they are the best. So sure. we are going to play with the Karabag. They lost six to zero with Chelsea. It will be easy. Uh, uh, who will do much more goals than the others? Jago, De Frel. And I think uh, that uh, it's uh, a problem of the city. I don't think that the uh, media and the environment we say in Rome, l'ambiente, right. uh, it's the um, uh, it's the most important problem of AC Roma. I don't think this, but I think that with this match, uh, the this can could be a problem, and uh, I don't know why uh, they do the same mistakes of Bate because at the the last uh, last five minutes uh, I was uh, in front of the TV with my my hands on the heart so I <laughs> I don't know because, uh, um, it's strange that uh, as Roma uh, we did two goals in uh, 20 minutes 15 minutes so the game was easy after uh, that two goals and uh, you can control the match. You can uh, uh, you can uh, have the ball possession. You can right. lose your uh, your energy for Milan. Sure. And uh, I don't know why this happened. And uh, the problem is that uh, Gonalon uh, did the mistake that uh, from yeah. which. From which to start the goal, and uh, I right. think has 70 games in Europa League, Champions League, so you know the competition. And I don't know why the, uh, as Roma have this problem. It's uh, it's a problem. Uh, I don't know. Uh, 
Mm, uh, unsolvable. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but no, I agree. And in any uh, coach, uh, only Mourinho probably will <laughs> will want to have this problem. But uh, it's a, a Roma problem, and it's a big problem because after Benevento, Verona, Udinese, we said we all said that uh, as Roma as as growth. Uh, in the mentality uh, and then uh, right. match. yes yeah and even Jekko, um I believe it was Jekko. he said that after after these matches he said uh, Roma are used to losing to the smaller club so I'm on board with you uh, I it's confusing to me uh, Gonalons in my opinion was terrible last yeah. night absolutely terrible um Someone of, of his experience should not be making uh, these mistakes. So uh, we'll have to see what happens. Now, to the other two opponents in the, the group, we saw Chelsea. They won against Atletico yesterday. Um, do you think that this helps Roma's chances now? And do you think that Roma must now beat Chelsea at the Olimpico? Uh, yes, I think that uh, that result uh, could help uh, Roma uh, because uh, Chelsea uh, beat Atletico Madrid, but uh, they could win uh, five uh, with five goals. I think I I, I didn't see uh, the entire match because there I was um, I was looking for Di Francesco and Jago uh, words and. But uh, I see the second half and uh, uh, the, the, the first half, uh, the highlights. And I think uh, Chelsea is, uh, is better than Atletico. Uh, so uh, I think it's better that Chelsea won against Atletico. And now uh, uh, for Ice Roma, uh, we can start dreaming because uh, uh, if uh, if you make a draw uh, against Atletico in uh, at Madrid in Madrid, uh, you have a good chance to to go to the next round. Uh, as you said, you in the next game you will play at uh, Sanford Bridge uh, against Chelsea and. Uh, you have to to do point to make points to to make a good game and uh, uh, if you if you will win against Chelsea, I think I don't want to say it, but I think if you win uh, that uh, you have half uh, half fit in the in the next round. If you beat Chelsea, uh, it will be wonderful. Uh, the the situation for AS Roma will be the the best. I I don't I can't imagine a best situation with a, a win against Carabag, a win against uh, Chelsea, and a draw uh, against Atletico Madrid. Um, it's uh, it will be very good. So, but I I'm not so confident uh, about this match because. Uh, uh, yesterday, Chelsea make make me fear. Uh, they were very strong against Atletico, mm-hmm. and uh, probably they could win all the match of the 
of the of the round they could win every match and uh, but uh, i think that most important is the game at madrid uh, more than uh, chelsea chelsea roma uh, because if you if you have if you will win obviously uh, it uh, it's perfect but if you draw uh, with goals uh, like 1-1 2-2 you will have uh, better uh, uh, goal difference. I don't know right. how to say. Uh, and so yep. that will be the match, uh, the, the, the most important match of the journey, the crucial match, I say. Correct, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, so moving uh, moving from the Champions League to CDA, um there's Milan this weekend. What do you think of this match? Do you? Um, I was saying earlier, now would be a good chance for Roma to to maybe seal some points off Milan. They're having problems with Montella. Uh, we see the rumors of Ancelotti uh, being linked to a return. Do you think now is maybe a good chance to go to Milan and steal some points and? you know get all three points uh for di francesco yes yes uh, as you said uh, in milan uh, there is uh, a bad situation for montella uh, uh they sacked uh, the fitness coach and that uh, that's not a uh, a good signal for montella because uh, he, he was uh, uh yeah, this guy was with montella since catania since the experience in Catania and uh, they told me uh, my friend from Milan told me that Mirabelli and Fassone were uh, uh, very angry with Montella uh, because he, he, he don't use uh, the, the players uh, they bought they in the transfer market and they are very angry for the condition of Andre Silva and Chalanoglu uh, and uh, they didn't like the, the the physical preparation of the of the players, and so I mm-hmm. think the next two games uh, will be decisive uh, for Montella because uh, uh, there is Roma, and then there is the derby with uh, with the Inter, and um, with uh, two loss. Uh, <laughs> They could uh, they could change uh, they could change the uh, the coach, and so I think that Montella uh, will give uh, <laughs> all uh, uh, all, uh, all his uh, will put all his skills to 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 defeat uh, as Roma, and uh, it uh, it won't be a, uh, easy, an easy match for uh, for Roma. Uh, for all this problem, because I think uh, also the players, uh, the Milan, the Milan's players, has to uh, uh, to show to show something uh, to uh, mm-hmm. uh, to show that they are not uh, 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 they are good players. Uh, right. Because, uh, players like Bonucci, Kessi, they are not going uh, uh, so, uh, so well. So. I think that um, Roma will face a Milan very, 
very 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 concentrated and uh, uh, and it won't be a, an easy match and uh, but um, and also we have problem with injuries because uh, correct right Jeffrey uh, and Perotti are 19% out uh, now they are in uh, in Villa Stewart for the uh, for the exams but uh, they will be out Pro- probably they will be out um, uh, so you don't have Sheik so you have only Jago and Sharawi and uh, at, at the right side you have uh, or Florenzi or Under. I think uh, Florenzi will play uh, as wing uh, with Bruno Perez uh, as right back so you have problem uh, with these players and and uh, uh, but uh, Roma has good chance uh, to to make three points and uh, to continue this uh, uh, this uh, uh, it will be the fifth the fifth uh, win in a row so it will be a good moment for us Roma uh, and then there will be the national break international break so. Uh, Roma could uh, could recover De Frel, Perotti, Carsdor, Schick, uh, and uh, uh, it would be a fundamental uh, a fundamental win uh, for the for the players for uh, all the city and mm-hmm. uh, for uh, for the head of the players I think. Yeah, I I completely agree. It's uh, an important opportunity um, for Roma this weekend. So, um, Phil, thanks again for joining us again. Everybody, you can find him on Twitter at Phil underscore Biafora. You can find his website, PagineRomaniste.com. Again, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, John, and thank you, James. That's all for today's Roma Press podcast. I'm James Goodison. John Solano's been with me. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes. See you next week.